Hi, I'm Paul Firepower Gray, and you are listening to Motivation and Muscles Streaming Radio 24-7 with your host and legend that is Eric Fiorillo. Win it. Beautiful. The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor is a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to Motivation and Muscle, streaming radio 24-7. Today, believe it or not, is the 15th of November, Woo! 2019, baby. Um, it's a Friday night here in Albany. It's screaming cold. It's going to go down to 15 degrees tonight. Um, some big stuff going on tomorrow, uh, early and all through the day, so it's going to be I think it's going to get up to a, a warm 30, So, but I love it. I love this type of weather. Um, first off, take a deep breath through your nose, out through your mouth, and repeat after me. I am a winner. I am a champion. I am unstoppable. Why? There's no other way to talk to yourself. And I'm going to be telling you some stuff. Um, it's going to be real interesting. I'm going to give you the word supply. And down the road, I'm going to tell you what I've been doing with that word, among many others, within these sentences I've formulated. Um, if you've been paying attention here, we talk about rewiring like crazy of your subconscious mind. If you've been listening to the last two shows, well, we've done three with the great John McKean. Um, we're talking about Power Rack Training, Volume 1 and Volume 2. If you haven't listened to them, listen to them. It's something that's been long forgotten, and I'm telling you right now, if you learn how to use that marvelous piece of four-post metal with multiple holes in it, you'll become the deadliest human being you could ever be. Plus, we talked about some of our warm-up, and I'm going to have him in here momentarily. we got our great pal Stevie Shanks coming in tonight. Um, it's been a couple months. I don't like that because, as I said, Stevie is one of the many here that is a big spoke in the wheel here at M&M. And there's going to be a lot more things happening in 2020. There's going to be a number of people. Stevie is one of them I'm going to be contacting because um, the plans are to put out multiple things, some new equipment. Uh, I've got a number of people that want to do projects of the mental order. Um, Stevie could be very much one of those. He fits in perfectly to what we want to do and all the things he has done. Um, so there's a lot, a lot of great things going on. I just put up John Bruni's show I did the other day with him. And I'll tell you right now. John, like Stevie, like so many others, we have had the biggest downloaded shows, the last two shows that's ever come up in the history. And both of these gentlemen were with me for at least three years. We did a show called Looking Up, and I'll just give you a little brief thing because Stevie will really appreciate this, too. This time of year, we're talking the Thanksgiving season, if you celebrate it, right through Christmas, right through early New Year's, as I call it. Since I was a little boy... You usually notice quite a change in most people where they're very happy, upbeat, and positive. And the synopsis of the show, which we go into so much, is this. If two and a half months can make you feel that good, why can't the rest of your life be that way? No matter what hammers you. And that's the gist of the show, but there's such great content in it. Holy cow. So go out and look at Looking Up. Don't forget about Power Rack Training, Volume 1 and Volume 2. And go out and look at all the shows Stevie and I have done and everybody else. You put headphones on or you put earbuds in and listen to them over and over and over. Also, go out to uh, FiorelloBarbellCo.com, Winners and Champs. 
that's our biggest uh, product to date, but you're going to see more coming out now in 2020 because that's just the way we're propelling this place. Um, number three, let's see, go out, um, invest in Motivation Muscle and Fiorella Barbell Co. That's where you go. Our Prosperity Conscious page, there's a $25, $100 investment. goes right to my PayPal account. It goes right into the business. And, you know, for the amount of content you get here and you don't get charged, that's not a lot of money. Either three of those. Break those down over a year. You spend that on junk. Well, here, there's no junk. Everybody in here is family, and we're just getting better, better, and better, and you can always get better. Next, go out to motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. Go out and look at all the shows Stevie and I have done. They're just gems. We've had his dad on, Jack Shanks, twice. Go out and listen to those shows, man. His father was so good on here. And the first time he came on here with me, he said he could just keep talking. I mean, we had talked probably for an hour and a half, the three of us. It was just great because I'd never, I've never met Jack, obviously, but it was the first time I spoke with him. Kind of people I like. He's a gentleman. I don't care how old he is. You know, he can handle himself, and he's a gentleman. I appreciate that because that shows you got some class. That's real important. You want to go somewhere, you better have some class. You better know how to talk to people. As my pop said, when you shake hands with somebody, firm handshake and look them in the eyes. You know what my dad said? And here's something you've probably heard me say before, but not in a long time. If somebody can't look you in the eyes, you don't want to do anything with them. Remember that. My pop was right because I've had it happen, and it fell through every time. Remember that. If they can't look you in the eyes, there's something going on. Also, too. Sign, go out to mail. Well, go out to motivationmuscle.com. Sign up for our free newsletter that goes to my Mailchimp account. You know how we are. We we love content. You'll get loads of it. Also, too, another way to come in here and invest in both companies. Come on in here and advertise with us. The rates are very reasonable, and if you know me. I will work the next 30 years with you to put your product out, help us with our product, get the branding out, and it will be one more step for M&M and FBC, whether we're going to go national in 2020, that's the dream, obviously, or whatever we're going to do. We're going to, we want to update websites. We're going to strip things down to bare bones, et cetera, et cetera. Cost capital. So come on in and help us out here, and we will help you. you, you know, We don't want anything for free. That's not me. I will deliver for you. Also, too, our YouTube channel, Fiorello Barbell Company, Real Men, Real Strength, Real Power. And on that note, I'm going to give you some information. Oh, before I give Stevie's bio, Christian Temple, he wrote for Hard Gainer in the 90s. I did have correspondence with him, as John McKean has. Christian, if you listen to us or anybody that knows this gentleman, have him get a hold of me, please. He can get a hold of me, Eric Fiorello, right out on Facebook. He gives me a number, or he wants my number. I will deliver it to him. We would love to have him on this show. Excellent, excellent man. You talk about singles, big things, limited training, just brutal stuff. So, Christian Temple, we want you here at Eminem. Now, on that note, we're going to bring in somebody real big, the big spoke in the wheel. We're going to welcome, obviously, Stevie. Stevie's a strong man. Stone lifter, musician, and the son of legendary stone lifter, Jack Shanks. Stevie, what can I tell you, man? It's always an honor to have you on. Um, you come here with brimstone and fire, and that's what I love, brother. So welcome. Thanks, Eric. It's great to be on with you again. It's been a while, so I'm looking forward to catching up with you tonight. Yes, sir. Um, any information you want to give out, websites, anything that's going on right now? I know you're kind of laying a bit low, but just lay it out and we'll get started. We're going to we're gonna talk about a number of things. We're gonna, this is all going to come around, people of importance. Stevie's going to talk about a little bit if he wants to share about his father. Obviously, Stevie's looking at possibly plant-based diet with his dad. So we're going to get into a number of things. But anything you want to give out, Stevie, take it away, brother. I guess not much. I mean, it's, I suppose I mean, the, 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 the big thing I'm always kind of pushing out there is, is promoting the Denny Stones. So yep. I have the, the, the Denny Stones website, dennystones.com. Uh, I finally got it updated from the gathering. It took Good. a wee while. This was so much going on. This year's been a busy year. So I've got everybody who's lifted them recently, got their names up and most of the photographs and videos. So it's, it's a work in progress. But everything's there that you need to know if you want to lift them, if you want to train for them, if you want to get 
handles for them. You know, it, it, it's all on there for you. That's awesome because you know people. The thing is, people are looking for information all over. You got something that's nice and condensed, and it tells them what, when, and where, and what to do. Um, that's a that that's a big savings right there. You really appreciate that as somebody that you know maybe had never done it, and we all know, myself included. Um, I've gotten kind of shanghaied with different people, all right, because you're looking at to do it and they don't deliver it or the material is half-assed there. Um, no good. Not a good way to be. But as Stevie, we were talking before I came on, I don't take no for an answer, number one, and whatever it is, I'm going after. I don't care if you break my knees out from under me. I'm still coming. Be careful of people like that. They're the winners. They're the ones that turn into legends. Now, we're going to talk about people of importance. Um, I'm going to give it to Stevie momentarily because I, if he wants to do it, we'll get right into, obviously, his father, Jack Shanks. But I want to talk about people of importance a little bit. You know, we all have people, whether it's family, friends, or somebody that you've read about, somebody you admire from afar. Obviously, everybody knows, and he'll always be my idol, and he's the reason why we're here Eminem and FBC is my brother Jimmy. To me, look, I, I, I don't want to say my sister's less important or my mother or whatever, but Jimmy was a one in a million, once in a lifetime, all right? And everybody to me is that because everyone's unique in their own way. But the learning lesson I got from Jimmy was this. I watched my brother disintegrate, literally, but I never I never heard him give up. I never heard him complain I never see, saw him cry like a baby about anything. And I can tell you, man, it had to be extremely difficult. But I don't know what it was. The, the, it had to be this, you know, we talk about subconscious mind and the inner strength, belief. You know, you can call it God. Whatever you want to do, this guy had to have a belief in him like none other. I mean, obviously, we lost him to pneumonia. He died in his own bed here. My parents wouldn't put him in. Uh, hospital or anything. My mom was a nurse, you know, all that. Um, his, he just couldn't handle it. His little lungs couldn't do it anymore. That was it. And he passed away in his sleep. Um, it was all, it was terrible to see your brother, but you know what? He lived a hell of a life. Most people, well, how do you figure that? Well, let me tell you something. Every day he had a smile on his face. Every day. Every friggin' day, we'd take him everywhere. The only thing that you would notice, he was in a wheelchair. He went everywhere with us. Baseball, football, interleague hockey, everything. It, it was just like you didn't want, you couldn't leave him behind, man. And you know what? I give kudos to my mother and father. They could have put him in a, in a place, an institution. They wouldn't do that. A lot of people probably would have. They wouldn't do that. No way. My brother was here to stay. He was matriculated in regular school. We went to Catholic schools, et cetera, et cetera. So when I talk about people of importance of many, Jimmy is number one on my list. Stevie, take it away, brother. Uh, one of the things, just listen to me talk about your brother. I mean, I would love to have met Jimmy. He just sounds like such an inspirational character. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, you don't have to be big and strong and, and hold world records, you know, to be an inspiration to other people. That's how you conduct yourself in yes. hard times. Yep. Jimmy just—it sounds like he just did, did that with such, such class. Well, you would have enjoyed him, Stevie, because you know what? You know, there's nothing ever wrong with him mentally. He was—he was tight as yeah. a tack, um, yeah. and he loved talking sport. He loved watching sports, all that stuff, like any kid. And the thing I learned from him more than anything was is not to give up. I mean, you know, I saw an example of that every day till we lost him. But I said this before. I've said this on many shows, you know, and, and I've had people say, well, you know, you wouldn't know where he is. I said, I don't know where he is. But there's almost every day in my life I wonder what he would be like now. You know, would he be married? Does he have kids? Yeah. Is he living in New York? Where is he? And it, and in some ways, it. It's a lot of fun for me because I, I, you know, I get to think about him and and then a lot of memories come up and, you know, my mom will be there one day, but Jimmy is with my father. And a lot of times I go down and visit both of them. Most people in my family are kind of funny about that because it gets them very upset. It doesn't. And I've told people before, I've, I've brought like lawn chairs 
and a book, and I'll sit there and read to them. And they're like, they're not there. I said, how do you know where they are? There's their energy all over the place. It doesn't matter. My point is this. You know, you talked about it with me offline. The respect, the love, you know, and, and to me, that is what's so important because, you know, I got no right to say, and I, you know, a lot of days, you know, too, I mean, you train so hard, you can't even walk down a flight of stairs. You know, you go yeah. to sit down and you're like, holy shit, you know? Well, when I start getting like that, I think about Jimmy, and even if I'm hurting, it ends. It ends in me mentally because I'm like, how dare I complain when I can still get up off the floor, get up off the couch, or get out of my bed and put one foot in front of the other. These are the things that people don't realize how lucky they are. That's the thing. Your health, your vitality. Go ahead, brother. Take it. I've been going too long. Talking about all this kind of brings back some memories of, you know, it was 1997. I was paralyzed with a condition called Guillain-Barre syndrome and spent yep. it for about time in a wheelchair. Yep. Uh, I mean, it's when people see, see you in a wheelchair, they, they kind of talk a bit louder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to you, stuff like that, you know, and that's fine. I mean, it's, it's, it's just, it's lack of knowledge of things, but I mean, stuff like that, you know, the, the people talking to me, they got was, was things that got inspired me to, hey, I'm going to get out of this bloody wheelchair. Yeah. You know, I don't, don't want this, you know, and I was fortunate enough I was able to do it. You did, yeah. I think I mean a lot of it is is, is when you, when you do meet somebody who's wheelchair bound and then you get you, you see past the wheelchair and you see the person. Yes. There's a lot going on there, you know. There's a, a lot of very 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 impressive people. Yeah. Without. They, they just happen to be in a wheelchair, but it makes them no less impressive as, as as individuals, you know. Well, you know something, Stevie, too. It's like you know, um, I, I'll admit it. Uh, there's a lot of times I've taken lifting and a lot of other things for granted and then suddenly uh, i'll start getting like that and i put the brakes on and say hey look you're very lucky what you're doing and, and you've been very lucky for doing it this long um and you want to do it to 100 years old at least and uh to me that's the way i'm working with everything you know we all know you and i were talking about it. i mean there's going to come a, a time when we're not going to be able to lift the things we're lifting now but that doesn't mean you can't still do it at the rate you are at that point. See, that's where people make the fatal mistake. Well, if I can't lift that, I'm not lifting anymore. Well, what are you going to do? What are you going to Because I'll tell you right now, I don't know about you. When I take a lot of time off, I don't know what to do with myself. Now, I've got the businesses that keep me busy, but there's a big difference between these two entities and going out in 15 degree weather like tonight and training that makes me i feel very complete when i do that because when you're outside you're in touch with so much energy around you you know i always describe this there's nothing like you would love my place stevie at night we're all lit up okay the the backyard the driveway it looks like it's daylight out there and, you know, you're looking up, and the sky's dark, and the stars are out, and all that good stuff. And there's little noises here and there. But you're totally focused on what's going on when you're in there. Especially lately, I don't know what it's been. I've been, like, playing arch enemy like a, like a crazy man lately. So, you know, I'm going with all the, all the I, I guess, I don't know if I'd call it death metal, but it's definitely uh, pretty harsh stuff, you know, and... I don't whatever know. Fire, brother, whatever lights the fire. Exactly. <laughs> but my point of the matter is with all this stuff is it's like you just get all these facets of things you like, what's important, who's important. And a lot of times, you know, you're thinking, you know, you're out there. One thing I love about lifting, when you're so involved at that point, everything's working. You got cohesion. Isn't it great, Stevie, when, like, things can pop in my mind that I haven't thought of in 10 years? They're not stopping me from anything, but you're so crystal clear that you feel like, holy shit, right now I can do anything. Take it away. It's all yours. The, the, the reason that you're crystal clear, and I can, I can, I can see it even from the we chat we had before we come on air, is that you, you have a goal now. You have a thing that you're working towards. Yep. And what that does, it, it just puts everything else into perspective, and it, it gives you that motivation and drive. Yep. I find it very, very hard. If I'm not training for something in particular, yeah. you know, just going to the guys that lift weights, I, I tend to finish early. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep. You kind of have to drive, but then if, if you all of a sudden you have a thing, yep. you know, for example, recently there, I mean, I, I, uh, about... Just over a month ago, I went to Abilene in Kansas yeah. uh, for, for, for the World Championships. It's the USAWA. And, you know, 
working towards that, and that that was the, the event where they, they introduced the shanks lift after yep. my dad. Yep. So, so working towards that, I mean, I was I was completely focused to the point where I think I actually burnt myself out because I worked so hard, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So yep. Whenever I come back from it, I, I just felt like somebody just let the air out of my tires. Sure. So, so I'm just that that's natural, you know. You you, you set your goals, you 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 reach the goals, you you, you do a good job. You wake up the next morning, it's almost like there's a, a feeling of kind of feeling depressed. Yeah, yeah. You no, know, but I'm used to that with big shows over the years, you know, with, with the music and that. So I, I kind of, I've grown to expect it and I can deal with it. And I know just right, just back off yep. for a while, let everything settle down, just enjoy what you've achieved. Yep. And then just start to think about resetting your goals and then just get, get the engine fired up again, which is kind of where I am now. Yep. You know, one of the things we were talking about is uh, I would always kind of, Double and deadlifting, but deadlifting and lifting on the rings, that there's no correlation between the two because I know guys who have massive deadlifts and yep. the weights they lift on the rings doesn't match that. Right. I know guys, like even myself, I mean, my 440s, my, it's my Northern Ireland record, it's not great. Yeah. No, it's not, you know, but when you compare that to the, the, the stones, I mean, there's a, there's a big difference in the weights I'm moving. Sure. But I think that the reason for that is anytime I take four or five weeks on the deadlift, you know, there's something comes along where I kind of go back to the rings. You're never getting a chance to see how far you can take it, you know. Yeah. But uh, recently, I, 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 hold, I held the Northern Ireland deadlift record, uh, which is the only record I actually share with my dad. Yep. Uh, a, a guy has come along and put five kilos onto it. Yep. So he has, so he has borrowed my record. <laughs> I, intend put, I intend to put 25 onto his. There you go. It's great because whenever I heard about that, I was still kind of... Kind of just enjoying the come down after the worlds, but uh, when I heard that, I mean, I, I could actually almost see the the, the fire lighting in my head. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take four or five weeks. I'm going to see yeah. this thing through, and I'm going to focus on it, and I'm going to take that 500 pound deadlift and add 25 kilos onto his. That's his awesome. Record. That's awesome. Know, and it's it's no disrespect to the guy. In fact, I'm very grateful that he's done that because it's given me that yeah. that fire again. You know, and I'm, yeah. I can't wait to get stuck in. You know. Yeah, that's that, that's called that competitive juice. Obviously, you still got, you know, yeah, yeah. And, and that's a great thing. Hey, look, now you get to rest up, then you get to go light the fire, and that's the fun of it because you and I both know, you know, you can lift some big shit. So it's probably not going to take you real, real long to do it. And and in the meantime, regardless, you know, you said it in the beginning, you know, let's enjoy things a little bit. See. I'm, I'm starting to do things more like that. Instead of trying to rush through everything, okay, we got the goal. What's the next one? Relish it a little bit. You know, I don't you love people, you know, a lot of older people are like that. I love sitting around with them, talking to them, and, they, and they've got a lot of good stories to tell. You know, it's great to say, hey, I lifted 500, and, and I'm looking at him like, okay. And then you get somebody else say, well, you know, I did all this, and – I didn't hit every mark for the first four weeks, and I didn't know what was going on. And then, you know, I started concert. I love that. It's the story, man. It, you know, that's why so many people say, well, it's not the actual goal you hit. It's the story building up to it. I totally agree with that. There's nothing yeah. like hitting a big mark, you and I both know. But it's really it, nice. Yeah, right. it is. There are certain numbers associated with certain lifts. Yeah. You know, for example, when I'm left on the trap bar, I mean, 900 is my number. Oof. You know, I've, I've pulled 902. When I'm on the rings, 800 is my number. I've pulled Oof. 800 and that. Now I've, I've got a number of 500 for the deadlift, like a proper yeah. just full deadlift off the ground. Yeah. You know, with, with no straps or anything like that, just me and the weight. So yeah. that's yep. my new number is 500, and I'm looking forward to achieving it. Hey, Stevie, 500, think about that because... I don't care how many, you know, all right, you're talking guys that are double body weight of yours, you know, when we're talking 800, 1,000 pounds or whatever. I mean, the thing that's most impressive with you is you're not a 350-pound guy and you're ripping a 500 or 500-plus off the ground and standing up with it. I'd rather see that. Um, it's nice to watch big weights loaded, but it's nice to see somebody that most people might, you know, they know who you are. That's the thing. But let's just say it was somebody else that was built like you, and they'd be like, ah, this guy's not going to do it. And next thing you know, he rips it right off the ground. You're like, did I just see that? I love shit like that. I, I like the unexpected more than anything now with yeah, training. I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to that side of it. And the, the beauty about it is because I'm going for 
I've done 900 and 800 and other types of lifts. Yes. Yep. The number 500 doesn't scare me. No, not at all. And, and your body's more prepared for this stuff. Yeah, so m- mentally, yeah. It, it's not it, it, it's overwhelming mentally because it's, for me, it's, it's only 500 pounds. So why yep. shouldn't I be able to lift it? You know, it's, it's a different way of lifting, but it's just a matter of training and, and getting that weight up, you know. Yeah, so. yeah. And, and you've been around and long enough, seen enough that you know what to do, you know, how to deal with whatever happens or, and, and just keep rolling the big wheel to get as much momentum as you can. It, you, know, I, I, you know, Stevie, I think a lot of times, and it's due to just about where you're training or who you're training with, there's too much emphasis on this, that, and the other thing. Instead of getting in there, you know, loading a heavy bar or whatever you're going to do and just start pulling. You know, it's like, okay, we got to do this now and this now. Yeah, I, I get it. I, I get, you know, what they're doing. But there's nothing like experience. And, you know, if you want to get good at something, repetition, 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 as we say here. Practice, practice, practice. That's where I think a lot of things are lost. It's an interesting thing. Um, it's a little bit deviation from what we're talking here, but it is in the same way. The Yankees, New York Yankees, are big here in the New York Mets. So the Yankees decide that Larry Rothschild, who was the pitching coach, he's older, time for him to go. Uh, you know, all this analytic BS and all this crap all over, right? So they hire a guy out of college that supposedly, you know, Ivy Leaguer, and this is what's happening with baseball. Like a lot of things, we have people coming in that have no experience, but they know how to use an app. And if they don't have the app, they're screwed, all right? And um, I heard Buck Walter, very, very good major league coach. He had, tra- he had uh, coached for the Yankees a number of years ago. Um, he's been out of baseball now for a year but he does a lot of televising and stuff. So they had him on the, the big New York City station, which, you know, is all part of the Yankee network. And he was very candid, and that's what I love about this guy. And there are candid people. He's like, you know, these analytics, you got guys that never played the game calling the shots for you, and you wonder why you're having problems. You've got, they don't want to go out and scout players anymore. What they do is they go and put their names in this computer and get something out. Baseball, like so many things to me, are starting to lose their grip on what it takes to create an athlete. How, do you want a coach on the bench? It'd be like, it'd be like someone coming to you when you're getting ready for your deadlift that's never deadlifted and punching something into the machine and saying, you know, Stevie, I don't know. You know, I think we got to go by this percentage today. Or, you know, maybe you got to think about, you know, this one's using a wider stance. Am I, and maybe yes, maybe no. But my thing has always been just because you got an Ivy League degree, you better have played some sports to come in my camp because I'm not, you know, I'll respect you to a point, but chances are I'm not going to follow what you're doing. And I think you're going to start seeing a lot more of these pro sports suffer big time because you're going to see people calling shots like they're doing now that are not creating what they need to win. And let's face it, these owners only got one thing on their mind. They want to win and make a ton of money. I got it. But the thing is, you also have to deliver a product, and you also have to have people in key positions that can react to the human thing. And we're getting away. Go ahead, take it. It's all yours. I agree. I mean, that the human, you talk about the human thing and, and, and ways of training to get people up. I, mean, there's, there's, I don't think there's one size fits all for anything no. because we all have different strengths, different leverages that we're better at. Yep. You know, even something, I mean, that, that things happen for a reason. I mean, that this, I'm coming back to this 500-pound deadlift thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because there's, there's a sequence of events that have happened recently. Yep. You know, things like a back from the woods, and it, it's all pointing in this direction. Yep. But as, you know, for example, hearing about losing my, my deadlift record, I yep. thought it'd be nice to get that again, but then when you start thinking about resetting goals and uh, my dad, as most people know, my dad hasn't been too well recently. Right. And he literally just just he had his surgery this morning, his heart surgery this morning. Yep. And uh, I think his surgery was about eight thirty. Yep. At 11, at eleven o'clock, he phoned me. <laughs> That's awesome, man. He was on the phone to me himself. Yeah. He's, he's through the surgery. Yep. 
Well, yes, uh, he had an, a problem with his aortic valve, and one of, one of the arteries had narrowed a bit, so they put a stent in when it was sure, there. Sure, sure. Through his groin and through his neck. Yep. And they didn't even knock him out. So they didn't, you know. He's a tough sucker, boy, let me tell you. But you, you talk about piecing things together. I mean, obviously, he's had a bit of trouble with, with uh, the narrowing of the arteries, a bit of yeah. a leaky valve. You know, and with the deadlift thing, wanting to do that, another yep. thing I came across recently was just reading stuff and poking about. And there was a, there was a saying, it was a, a sort of a statement a fellow made about plant based diets. Yep. And getting protein from plants and stuff, and I started reading a little bit more. And there's this guy. I mean, he, he holds the, the the record for lifting the yoke. Yep. Uh, I think he lifted over a thousand pounds and walk with it. But uh, he said he 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 he's he's on this plant based diet. Mm-hmm. And they said to him, "How can you be as strong as an ox and not eat meat?" Right. And his answer was, "Have you ever seen an ox eating meat?" Right. Right. So right. I thought it really struck a chord with me. So I started thinking about it more. I'm thinking about my dad and, and his health and, and my own health, obviously, genetics. Yep. You know, play a part. I mean, obviously, my dad and I are very closely connected with their genetics and their strengths. Sure, sure. So at some point, my, my arteries are going to start or maybe if they already have started to narrow. So, you know, reading up on this plant-based thing, it allows a bit more blood flow. It's, you know, it, it doesn't have all the fats that you have in steaks, etc. Sure. You know, the, the, back to the one-size-fits-all thing. I mean, I think that there's more than one way to skin a cat in terms of your dad because we all talk about... You know, the protein intake through steaks and eggs yep. And, yep. And, and, and fish and all that sort of stuff. I'm going to try it as an experiment with a two, with a kind of two-pronged, you know, obviously for my health and for, for my, heart, my heart health. Yeah. But the strength as well to get my protein directly from plants. Yep. Now, I, I don't know how it's going to work, but I'm going to make it work. So well, I'm, I'm yeah. going to it with me as well. We're going to try and do it together. So obviously, it did enhance his heart health. Uh, me for mine, but also from a strength. Yeah. You know, think about it. I mean, you know, uh, oxes eat plants and they get strong. And we basically get the protein secondhand through them. Right, right. You know, right. It's just the way I think. I'm not saying it's right or it's wrong, but it's just a different way to think about things. So I'm going to give that. I, well, I, I mean, look. Well, and it's good. You're doing it with your dad. So you're going to be able to get some feedback because I imagine he's going to have to go back and they're going to have to look at him here and there. But um, you're look at you've been around long enough. You've eaten whatever you've been eating. Obviously, you know whether it's meat or fish or whatever. Yeah. And you're going to know soon enough whether that plant-based diet is working for you or not. And I think the barometer is going to be. What is my lifting going to be like that now? Is it going to be the same? Is it yeah. going to go up, or am I going the other direction? And that that will probably be your biggest decision. Now, I know from talking offline, you know, we know that down the road we're all going to have to make some sort of a change. I realize that. But I think if you feel in your heart it's going to work and you're going to work with your dad on it, why not, man? Why not just go for it? You got to have the balls and the belief and things to do it. That's not just eating plant based; it's everything, and that's yeah. a thing that we teach here constantly. It's like if you don't have belief, I don't care. You're not getting anywhere because you and I both know there's so many things that if you're not really taking it all on yourself. It's very hard to find a lot of people that are going to come to your aid to help you out. Now, I'm not saying some don't, but yeah. it's a minute well, amount. So, go ahead, brother. Go ahead. I, I, I think, I mean, if, if, if you look at advertising over the years, I mean, yeah. there, there was a time that they told you that smoking was good for you. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, plus, there was a time, you know, where advertising was saying, eat burgers because they're really good for you. Yep. So, I mean, if, if you want to go and find somewhere that says, you know, eating dog shit's good for you. I'm sure there's <laughs> articles somewhere else. Yep. Yep. I think you've got to try these things for yourself. I you agree. Know, I agree. Amount of internet articles out there from respect telling you that, you know, eating steak's the best or eating fish is the best or, you know, eating plants are the best. You will always find somebody with a good, strong argument for whatever way you choose to go. But I think you've got to try it for yourself. You know, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll see how it goes. You know, I think one of the big things that I'm thinking yeah. and, uh, that from from the plant-based thing that I'm getting out of it is the recovery. Yeah. You know, and re- recovery is a big thing for me, particularly now that I'm older. You know, I, I, I don't recover the same as I did when I was in my 20s and 30s. Sure, sure. So I want to try and enhance that. 
But I want to enhance it naturally. Obviously, I mean, I, I don't want to be taking any any supplements or injecting anything into myself. Right. I just want right. to, to try and do this as natural as possible. And I think the plant thing excites me, so I'm going to give it a go. <laughs> well, I'm with you, man, because at least you got the balls to go after it, and that's the main thing. And then. You give it how much you want to do it, and you decide if you want to stick with it or not. That's you know, you're not you know. To me, everyone's always looking for like, okay, is this the big thing that's going to make it all happen? Most of the time, it's not. It's going to be you're going to have to fiddle around with a lot of things, and then you put together your own way of doing it, and that's how it works. You know. Everyone, you made the you made the the um, the comment before, which was great. You know, it's like none of us are alike. We're all different. I don't care. You know, obviously, you and my parents and all. Yes, we we share a lot of a gene pool, but my dad James is different from his son Eric. There's a difference there. We might have the same pool, but there's still a different blueprint there. So. What might work for my dad might not work for me. So, and I know that. But here's the thing: I never poo-poo anything unless I'm going to try it and be the guinea pig for it. You know, there's no way I can tell you to go do something if I haven't experienced it, and I won't do that. So, if this works for you, it enhances your recovery. You know, you feel much stronger. The same way with your dad. It's a win-win, man. It's a friggin' win-win. And, yeah. and you, go ahead. Well, I'm just going to say this. And you never would have won if you didn't do it. No, exactly. I, I mean, I, I found it the, the traditional way up, up to now, you know, with eating steaks and spuds and getting a, a, a mix of protein and carbohydrate, trying to get that right, you know, where, where you, yeah. you, you kind of can rebuild and you can also get the energy when you need it. Yep. You know, so I'm just going to use the same principles, but just get get the protein from a different source. Absolutely. You know, hey. I've, I've, been at it, I've been at it for about a week now. I actually have already started this. Okay. And I have to say, I mean, it's it's it, the stuff tastes different. It doesn't taste like steak. Fruits, <laughs> the mints, and all of those things that they do, and the tofu, and the yep, you know, and, and the jackfruits and all of that. But I tell you what, once you get used to it, and if you spice it correctly, it, it tastes really nice. Yeah. I mean, hey, look, the big thing, right? Belief. If you believe it's going to work, it's going to work, Stevie. That's the bottom line. If you're coming in and fighting something tooth and nail, you lose. You lose. You can't win. So, no, I I think that, well, I'm anxious to find out what's going on next time we speak, especially because that'll be at least another month. And that will, uh, I would think by then you're going to have some real solid stuff. And especially by then you'll be training for that big deadlift. And uh, it'll be very interesting because I'm sure – when I put this show up, people are going to be like, ah, plant-based. So you might be uh, starting the revolution here at M&M, man. You never know. You never know what's going to happen. I mean, all I can do is trap myself, and then I can share my experience with people. And yeah. if, if, if folks see that there's potential in it and try it themselves, well, maybe. I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it goes. So, so, when is, so, when is your, so when is your dad coming home? Dad, well, he had the operation this morning. Right. He's in great form this afternoon. He had to lie still for six hours. Okay. So Kind of set and settled. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the talk is he's getting home tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't surprise me. That he's doesn't surprise me. Heart surgery. I mean, yeah. Weeks yeah. and weeks in the hospital. Yeah. Back in the day, you know. So, uh, well, one thing I, I, I do want to say, and I just want to take an opportunity for anybody yeah. listening. Shoot. Is I, I did put a couple of posts on you, just because uh, when, when Dad was in the hospital, obviously he wasn't too well, and I thought if I put a wee post out, get a wee bit of positive energy coming back to him through Facebook. Yeah. And, I mean, it was hundreds and hundreds, literally hundreds of people. Come on, wishing them well, and I just want to thank everybody because I tell you what, it helped. Yeah. It helped more than anybody will ever know. You know, taking yep. that down of all the comments that were on my Facebook and reading out, reading them out to him. You know, it, it really mo- it helped him because he was a long time in hospital. Yeah. And I'm just really, really grateful for everybody's help and support because it's been lovely. Yeah, but look what he's done through the years. So you know what I mean? It's like um, all the good things you do always come back to you. That's. Uh, I, I tell you what, it definitely come back to him this time. It, and spades. It's been amazing to see just the, 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 the much how much respect and how much affection there is for that fellow out there. It's, lo- it's just been lovely to watch it, and it has definitely helped. It helped yeah. my mom well at home. You could see she was going home to an empty house at night. You know, and we, yes, we were phoning her, and we were keeping in t- t- contact with her. But you know, for her to go home and be able to read those messages as well really helped her. Yeah, definitely. And you know, 
And, you know, too, I mean, it is a scary time. You know, I mean, you're, you know, your dad's never faced anything like that. Your family is never, your mom. Um, you know, if you're a human being, you're going to have those type of emotions. But I will say this. Lucky your dad been training for all those years, man, because my feeling is it keeps us alive for much longer than probably we were meant to be. I mean that, too. I think when you understand physical culture and you practice and practice and stumble and fall and want to quit and win and all that, these things go into everything around you, the universe, your psyche, everything. And I'm telling you right now, I'll say this to the day they put me under, is I believe that physical culture is the best, and I repeat, the best thing you could ever do. I mean, I played a ton of sports. You probably have. Nothing has ever matched what we do here. I'll give it. I'll give it to you, brother. It's all yours. There's no downside to keeping yourself fit and strong, and it has really yeah. stood like that over the years as well. Yeah. You know, because when, when he originally had his heart surgery, his open heart surgery, yeah, uh, twelve years ago, yeah, where he had the bypass operation, and literally within a week. He was up and about and back back home, and yeah. he, he said he had no pain from, from the chest wound yeah. and the recovery. He, he said he found it quite easily. Yeah, you know, other guys take months and months and months to recover from such major surgery. Yep. He was back on his feet in no time, and yeah. I put it down to him staying, being, being strong and, and fit. Hell so, yeah, you know, definitely stood by him. Yeah, well, there's hey look. I think all this stuff goes right into your DNA, your bones, your skin, your mind, everything. There's no way. That what your dad does, I do, you do, and so many of the others on Eminem is this. I'm telling you right now, Stevie, I totally believe you're imprinting stuff right on your soul. I, I mean yeah. that when I say that. It's like there's no way you're going to go and do a 500-pound deadlift and not have an imprint on you. There's no way you're going to lift Denny Stones and not have an imprint on you. You know, yeah. rack work, whatever you're doing, that there, there, there's, there's reasons that is being done obviously because it's what you want to do your goals but that is definitely having something to me that is like being drilled right into your body that stays there till the day you and i leave the earth i mean that when i say that though seriously yeah, i mean it's, i think it's having that mindset of i mean not only just for lifting weights for like a deadlift yeah. or you know yep. anything you do in yep. life if, if you're going to do something do it well yeah absolutely. And, and give it everything and give yourself the best chance of success at it yeah. yeah, but the thing about it is, it doesn't come easy. No. You know, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it, I suppose. You know, so you you do need to put the time and the work in. Yeah, to get the results, but it is very rewarding. You know, I have to say, me, what one of the most rewarding things that I've done since I started this. Yeah, was, was in America that when when I went to the worlds and we did the shanks lift. Yeah, uh, I, I managed seven hundred and thirty pounds on it, and I mean, lifting the Denny Stones has been amazing. Lifting at the Arnold's has been amazing, but they actually set the world record. First one ever in the shanks lift. Oh, all right. Yeah. Whenever yep. the dust settled in that, and, and actually it has sunk in. What 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 has actually happened? It's it's the it's a what a wonderful feeling. Oh yeah. I mean, look, things like this don't come to me. They're once in a lifetime. Yeah. And when I said about you know being able to put your feet on the floor, being able to put one foot in front of the other, it's like you know you and I both said it. You got to learn to kind of slow down in some respects and really suck all that into you, because yeah. if you don't, you're going to miss out on it. And as I said, you know, I love talking to people that have actually lived what they've done, but they have the story to it, the details to it, the things that happened before, in the middle ground, and at the end when the goal was achieved, okay? That's a story. That's something interesting, you know? Like tonight, you're talking about, okay, my dad and I are going plant-based. You know, my dad called me this afternoon. All these things are happening now. They're all revolving. The 500-pound deadlift down the road. This is All these things are cooking right now. Now we get to see where all these little changes and all these other nuances you're going to be doing are going to all play out. That, to me, is the most exciting part of the story. Yeah, it's great to have everybody cheering for you. You did it, you did it. But to me, it's those times when you're all alone, when you don't have anybody cheering for you, where maybe you're a little hurt, 
you know, a little busted up, yeah. but yet you complete it and do it. That, to me, is a winner. That, to me, is what's going to take you when you go into that meet and you're going to destroy the competition. It's all yours, brother. Well, if you think about it, whenever you do achieve your goal, should it be your 500-pound deadlift, a 600-pound, whatever it is you want to do, yep. and you achieve that, that happens in a split second. Yeah. It does. I mean, you get there, the guy calls you out onto the platform, you go, you do your lift, and you, you get the three white lights. Yep. And that, 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 that's, that's the achievement of the goal, but that's not the, the story. I mean, the, the story is that the, the stuff that you do to get there yeah. allows you to go and do that. You know, and those are the things that I remember. You know, I remember you know, training in my dad's garage and moving to my own garage and getting my weights yep. and putting motivational pictures up and hitting 500 pounds, 600 pounds, seven. You know, yep. all, all of those things. You know, when I look back at the Denny's, it's not just the day that I lifted the stones. It's it's that it's, it's that experience that I had and with the dad and with all my chums sure. and everybody kind of pushing me on. You know, that's that, that, that's what I look back on. Not yeah. just that couple of seconds that they actually lifted the stones, you know. No, because the memories are what you just said right now. You're talking about your dad, your buddies, all that stuff. That's the stuff you always remember. Look, you're always going to remember a big lift or a world record lift or whatever, and and it's very important. I've got I'm not putting any of that down, but it's 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 really you know, and it's kind of cliche I know, but it really is those struggles, it's those failures because, as I've said on the show, you know you can fail so many times you can become an expert how to dig yourself out of a hole, and there's many people have made zillions of dollars doing that um because i'll tell you right now i i've talked about m&m and everything and and the gyms and this that and the other thing if i didn't believe in what i am if i didn't believe in m&m and fbc no matter how hard it's been and believe me it's been very rough at times i wouldn't be here talking to you still yeah and to me that's the most important thing because you know when I've been talking about obviously rewiring and all the and all the things and you know you're here you you got your own business and you know and, and I've got two and so many other people do and when I'm telling you these things you know I'm telling people please pay attention I'm giving you the blueprint I'm following whether you believe in it or not because you're going to see it come to fruition with me. The people that are telling you, oh, it's easy, you know, you only need to do this for six months are full of shit, and you better run the other way and not give them any money, all right? But I'll tell you flat out, whether it's lifting, love, your businesses, anything like that, there's going to be at times a lot of pain, a lot of pain. You might want to quit. Some people quit. But if there's somebody that you really love and appreciate, then by all means be with them or at least tell them you appreciate them. You're lifting. When you walk in there and say, well, I'm not going to do it tonight. Here's my thing all the time I say. If I do that to myself, I just lost out on possibly a record tonight or discovering something and writing it down in my notebook for later use. It's the same way with your businesses. Look, Stevie, if he says, ah, you know, I don't feel like drumming tonight, you know, maybe I'll take a, a month off. Well, that he would probably tell you, and I'm sure he would, that that would not be a wise move, okay? Because people get weird feels for you then. Okay, is this guy dedicated anymore? What the fuck's going on with him? Same way with entrepreneurship, too. If people are calling me, I'm not returning calls, or I'm sitting there bitching about nothing, they don't want to do business with you. They don't care. All right? And you can't always be on your A game. Let's let's be honest. None of us are. But you know something? Sometimes, as they say, you better suck it up real hard, put your big boy pants on, deepen your voice, and just <laughs> do it. And do it. Because yeah. if you don't, guess what? As, as Batman said, I don't remember which one it was, uh, Joker said it, what's the matter? Did they uh, cut your balls off? That's what happens to you. It's all yours, brother. Yeah, I don't think anybody's going to put the work in for you, unfortunately. You have, you have to do it yourself, and it's, yep. it's it's pushing through the tough days, you know, and, and just getting the work done. Yep. You know, yep. use, whatever, use whatever you can to motivate yourself. And then there's no one thing. Everybody's got different triggers, you know, and if, but if you can find one, use it. Should it be music? You know, photographs, having people there with you, training partners, yep. whatever it takes, 
use every ounce of motivation that you can get your hands on because that'll get you through the tough days. Hell yeah. That's why do you think we call this place motivation and muscle? They're like, because somebody had put up on Etched in Stone one time that you don't need motivation, and, and Dr. Wong went like nuts on him. And I'm like, well, what is going to motivate you if you're not even motivating yourself or you're listening to us or whatever? I get notes from people. They're like, I listen to your show at night. I can't sleep. When Kara Shaw's on here with me, Kara doesn't sleep tonight because she's so wired up from doing the show. She's not the first one. It's nice to have things that do motivate you. But the bottom line, it's like when Eric goes out in the garage, he's got to take and create his own motivation. You know, I can have this show playing in my head. I could have our show playing in my head and saying, okay, what would Stevie do right now? And believe me, I've said it with everybody, you know, especially if you feel like you're getting battered in the workout. Um, That's the way you do things. Uh, But you do have to be highly motivated. To do what we do, you have to be an extremely highly motivated person, as I said early on, and you don't take no for an answer. And unfortunately, a lot of the world is not set up like that. They don't know any better about it because no one's really ever explained to them the nuances of what you need to do when the chips are down. And if you're not in tune with what you are internally and you're only living the external world, I hate to say it, you're fucked, basically. All right? So these are all little things that might not sound a lot, but when you add them all together, they're huge. And it was like today, and I'm going to give this right to you, Stevie, when we talk about people of importance. I put up, like, this is this kind of day, this kind of night for me. I put up from the 2008 Hulk when they, he was in the park and they were doing every single thing to get him. Um, it's like there's just some days that things are coming at you like a firestorm. How are you going to deal with them? Well, you deal with them. You tell yourself you're going to deal with them. You go out and do things to deal with them. I've said a million times, I've had days where, like so many of us, it's like, I don't know, man, is this going to happen today or what now? Well, you know what I told everybody to do? I'll go out and wash my car. Or I'll go out and do some neck work. Or I'll go out and do some Apollon axle, you know, reverse curls or seated wrist curls. Why? What does it do then, folks? I talk about John Ridge. Keep smiling. It takes and shifts whatever's going on with you out of your head, okay? I'm not thinking about the laptop that just blew the fuck up on me when I'm out washing my car. It ends it. That's what I'm trying to tell you. They call it a paradigm shift where you take whatever's eating at you and you go do something else. And before you know it, you're not thinking about that anymore, all right? If you want to succeed, in my opinion, you've got to be willing to. To, well, Rocky says you got to be willing to take the hits and keep moving forward. But it's even bigger than that. You've got to be willing to change mental. Stevie was talking with that. The mental thoughts you have, you've got to be willing to override them. You've got to do that consistently. And I'm telling you right now, you will have some of the best days of your life ever. Ever. You know, and there's going to be people that are very important to you. And you should honor them. You should go to them. You should ask them if you're not sure. And if they're not in your life anymore, maybe they're no longer with us, like I do with my dad and Jimmy. I go down and read to them or just go talk to them. I love to talk to my father. I love to. I know my father's not there, but you know something? Who knows? I'm going to get a thought in my head maybe after I talk to him. It's very important to stay connected. It's all yours, brother. Yeah, you're talking about, uh, you mentioned your, your, your self-talk. There, yeah. I mean, it, that's a very important thing to me. It was, it was a fellow called Lou Tice. Okay. He was an American sort of motivational speaker. He used to go around all the government departments and, and, and private industry and motivate people to be better, you know. And one of the things that he really focused on was your self-talk, you know. Yep. Whenever somebody feels or something, ah, yeah, that's, I, I kind of expected that because I'm not very good at that, you know, with yourself. That's negative self-talk. Yep. But you, you feel at something, God, that's not like me. I mean, next time I do that, I'm going to get it. I'm going to nail it. You know, when it's, it's maybe sounds a wee bit patronising, but it's something that I don't not entirely sure that a lot of people actually are are aware of. Oh, I agree. Yeah. How, how their negative self talk can, can can affect their performance, you know. But if you can 
talk yourself up, not not in a big head way where you're going to say to everybody else how good you are, but it's okay to say to yourself, I'm the best at this. I'm yeah. going to be the best at this. You know, I'm not going to fail at this. You know, and keep that positive talk inside your own head. You know, self-talk must be positive, you know, to, to, to bring out all those positive feelings in you and, and, and motivate you and all, all of the things that kind of come together to, to make it make it like, like a rounded athlete. And I think the mental side now, I mean, you see with golfers and top athletes all over the world, it's not just the physical training. They are no. themselves to think to think positively. Yep. You know, so self-talk is, is a very important thing. I think it's the, it might be the biggest thing because, you know, I've said this before. This is from Napoleon Hill, Earl Nightingale, and I'll repeat it again. What you think about most is coming to you whether you want it or not. That's it. I mean, if all you're thinking about is I'm going to fail at this, I can't do it, or they're all laughing at me, where do you think you're going? The thing is, we've talked about this so many times, and it's always worth repeating. Be careful who you're hanging around with, the circle of friends you are. If you're looking to do the things Stevie and I are talking about, you've got to get in with people that are as good or better than you. That's how you get better, all right? Self-talk, here's another thing. Is it not as good? Most people don't realize this. It's just as easy to live a crap life as it is a good life. What do you mean by that? What are you saying to yourself? Who are you hanging out with? What are you reading? What are you listening to? See, there's a subconscious mind which is going to be the lord of the manor. But the conscious mind is in front to basically be the guard at the door, to hopefully not let a lot of this negative stuff in. But we live in a world right now, whatever reason is, well, a lot of it's just 24-7 news, too. And with all the technology now, there's stuff coming at people 150,000 miles an hour. The brain, in my opinion, is not made to absorb this much. And when you start absorbing these things, people telling you, in New York State especially, you know, there's one of these senators, I can't think of her name, she sounds like she's got the brain of a teetsy fly, going around to schools, literally, telling them if we don't get off fossil fuel and we no longer, and if we, um, uh, they don't want to produce uh, cows for anything now because the flatulence are killing the ozone layer and all this stuff. Now, she is telling kids, like, between 7 and 13 years of age, this stuff. What do you think these kids are thinking? You know what they're thinking? The world's hopeless. I'm going to die. That's what she's telling them. If we don't change this stuff, we're all going to be dead in 10 years. We've I've read things for the last 40 years, and none of it's happened, okay? But here's where they get you. When you get impressionable minds... This is why you got big trouble. This is why in the United States of America, if you can believe this, 13-year-olds, boys and girls, have the highest suicide rate. That makes me sick to my stomach. And when I hear somebody like that allowed to get away with this and come in and lay that horse shit, whether it's true or false, on these kids, that to me is criminal. All right? And when we talk about the whole scope of Eminem and our philosophy and and wanting to bring in everybody, especially the young kids, because we know a lot of young kids don't have the support where Stevie and I have had. Great parents, family structure. Okay? That's the idea. I can't be your parent, but I, I guarantee you that I will give you everything we can give you tool wise to help you along. If you want to contact one of us or any of us, that is your prerogative. We'd love to talk to you. But my whole thing is, instead of telling people everything that's wrong with them, instead of telling them how the world is terrible and everybody is in it, I don't do that. And I never would because I don't believe that. I've met tons of people I don't know that seem like pretty damn good people to me. And if you go through life with that type of attitude, Stevie talked about it, self-talk. You're going to meet people that are going to be like that. You're not going to be around these other people that are negative and, and don't give a damn about anything and gloom and doom. This is the most important thing you can do in your life. You want to do this, you're going to have success in your love life, in your home life, in your business life, if you're working for somebody in that life, and it goes on and on and on. It's all yours, brother. I know I was long, but I had a lot to get off.
No, that's that, that's all good stuff. I mean, I think we've covered a lot of good ground there tonight. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of the things if, I kind of put out there just before we finish off is that I've been, I've been yep. working away quietly on the on the gathering for next year. Okay. So this will be gathering number four. Wow. That, which is unbelievable. I can't believe we're heading towards the fourth one. Yep. Uh, the Donald Denny Games last year was a huge success. Yep. Was, I was absolutely delighted how it went. So I'm going to have an extra nasty event in this year. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, Charlie can't this year because with his sponsorship now, his wow. schedule has become quite tight, so he has to move off in other directions. But he's moving off in other directions, still promoting stone lifting. Yep. You know, so that we're, we're both doing the same thing. He's doing it, you know, up the country and other places. I'll be doing it still at the gathering. So it's great that, that we're, the whole thing's expanding now, which is. So I was talking to Steve, and, you know, we're, we're going to get into the next time he's on. He's going to give us a little bit about the gathering for 2020, which ought to be pretty exciting news. But um, in the meantime, uh, the best thing to do here now is, Stevie, why don't you give out all your information? I'll give mine, and we'll get ready for December, or we'll go into January of 2020. Whatever you got going on, we'll get you in here one way or the other. So take it away, brother. Well, Eric, it's been a absolute pleasure talking to you as usual, mate. And I think we covered a fair bit of ground tonight there. So I yeah. uh, look forward to, to picking up with you. I've been working away quietly in the background of the gathering, so I've, I've plenty to talk about next time round and that. Okay. Uh, uh, look forward to picking up with you, and I hope you have a great Christmas, brother. You too, brother. I'm, I hope we talk before then. I'll send you some dates and stuff. You tell me what's going on. I mean, I know you got a lot going on right now. Um, so is there any other things you want to say? Do you want to get a hold of you through Facebook or anything like that, or what do you want to do? I'm very easy to find on Facebook. Just <laughs> Facebook, anybody wants to, to, to ask me anything about the, like, the Denny Stones or setting yep. up attempts or anything, like, I'm very happy to help okay. with that. Any training anybody's doing, I can always sort of give, give you as, as many pointers as you want. <laughs> that sounds good, brother. All right, this is Motivation Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. If there's a show you like Stevie and I to do, Fiorello Barbell at nightcap.r.com. Also, too, don't forget to go out and look at, bo- at look at our websites, Fiorello Barbell Co., Winners and Champions. Also, too, come on in here and invest in both companies. You can see that right on FiorelloBarbellCo.com. Um, also, too, come on in and look at Motivation Muscle. Look at all the shows. Look at all the shows I've done with Stevie. This is another classic one we're going to hit up. I'll have this show up. Sunday at the latest. I'll see how things go tomorrow with all the stuff, but it will be up definitely Sunday at some point. Um, I'm trying to think. If someone seeks you, well, we're not going to go there yet. Um, One of the best ways right now to get in here and look at everything is you can catch us on Spotify. You can see us on AHA Directory, which is pronounced AHA for your car. We're on iTunes and Stitcher. Um, and we're on, I said, Spotify and Google Podcasts. Now, you can go out and look at all this stuff and listen to us everywhere. There's nowhere you can't find motivation and muscle. Also, too, if someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, never be afraid to give five words to inspire, to motivate. Stevie and I talked a lot about motivation. you got to have it to get going and keep going and build momentum. Also, too, my mom always said, and she'll still say it when we were kids, never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile for that day. You don't know what people are going through, and I think there's a shit storm everywhere out there, it seems like now. Um, It doesn't hurt to be kind, and strong people like Stevie and I, um, that's where your strength really comes out. You know, like Stevie said, you know, it's great to be able to lift big things, but man, oh, man, when the shit hits the fan... You're the one that should step up and take over because you're a take-charge individual. Think about that. Uh, If you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, press it, pull it, squat it. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. That's for our pal Paul Thor. He's a great guy, and he'll be on Eminem next year. He's got a lot to talk about from what he's telling me. We'll love having him on. Also, too, um, the Who's to Steal Stone. Crusher it says domination and blood red on it. We dominate everything. We clear cut the path. We follow no one. Dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in your path. No one will ever cut our King Kong balls off, believe me either. We are here. 
We are here to stay, and we are climbers here. Also, too, Russell Fur says, I've been listening to your show forever, and when I hear it, I swear there's testosterone dripping out of my speakers. It's a tidal wave high and wide. Frank Klein, my greatest business college professor. Repetition, repetition, repetition. My dad, be a leader, not a follower. Also, Frank would say, quitters never win, winners never quit. John Ridge, my greatest chiropractor, I said in the show, he'd walk every patient in the door and say, keep smiling. Just say that to you ten times tonight. You'll smile from ear to ear. Also, too, um, be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell a million of your friends about us. Join Etched in Stone and Etched in Stone for Kids. Those pages are absolutely popping like I've never seen before. We thank everybody for coming in. And keep growing because I'm telling you, we are creating a community here like you've never seen before. You got, obviously, Fiorella Barbell Company for the great blogging. I mean, the last few, just John McKean and Steve Gardner. Just people that are very interested in me and the company and the growth. These are the people, like I said about Stevie offline, this is what I want in my camp all the time. I don't need anything else. There's people that just understand what we're doing here. Also, too, Les Brown, you all have greatness in you. We take it two steps further. We believe in you, and we got your back, and that's all we care about. We don't worry about the rest. Also, um, what I'm going to say, too, is obviously three great, well, before great words. You're all winners. You're all champions. You're all unstoppable, and you're all geniuses. And if you're not hearing that and saying that to yourself, we talked about that. We talked about self-talk. What feels better than just say, I am a winner? Repeat it over. It feels good inside. If something feels good like that, keep doing it. And before I sign off with Stevie, remember this. The world is asking something from you. you got to do it. It's going to come back tenfold. Also, too, anybody or if you listen, Christian Temple, who wrote for Hard Gainer magazine along with John McKean and many others, We'd love to have you on here. We'd love to have you in the Motivation and Muscle Fiorella Barbell Company family. Um, you're the type of people we want in here. You're serious business, as I said in the beginning. What we talk about, singles, big rack work, stones, you name it. That's the shit, man. But most of all, what are you inside and what are you like with other people and how much do you want to help and be a real strength physical culturist. Stevie, um, give my best to your dad. We are glad to hear the good news. Um, I'm looking forward to our next chat, and it's always an honor, and thanks for being on, my friend. Well, Dave, brother, thank you very much indeed. You are very welcome. So, like I said, this show will be up Sunday. So, for Stevie Shanks, this is Eric Fiorello, and keep Jack in your prayers. It's very important. He's done so much for us, whether you met him or not. He's a true gentleman, and this is what we talk about here. So, for Stevie Shanks, this is Eric Fiorello. Have a great weekend, and we will talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation & Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.